A lot of people are calling this the, uh, the, the game of the week. A lot of people are saying, you know what? I don't know if I'm going to watch Aaron Rodgers versus Matt Stafford. We're talking Jets? J-E-T-S. Oh, no. Fighting that's, Mike White. That's, that's, that's second. That's second to this one. Ah. The Ben Roethlisberger's. The Steelers. Oh, actually, I'm excited for this game. I love Against this the Bengals. Bengals. Yeah, I love this Bengals. Talk game. to me what you like in this game. Uh, I, I, I so, can give the line out if you want me to. Uh, what is the, yeah, what's the what's the number? Is it four, four and a half? No, I think it's gone down to two, three and a half. It was at two and a half. It's now up to three and a half again. Of the yeah. Bengals favorite in this one, the total is forty four and a half minus one ninety on the money line. The Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, this one. Okay, so I like this Bengals team. The Bengals last week were coming off of a bye, and they probably played their best game. I mean, um, Joe Mixon's a lot better than I thought Joe Mixon even was going to be when he came into the league and defensively. You know, the Bengals get better every single week. They're going against the Steelers, who I played their season win total under the eight and a half, and I've been sweating that every single week. Ben Roethlisberger is, at this stage of his career, not a very good quarterback. Uh, Najee Harris, though, the run game, they're able to run the football, and defensively, they're awesome. I mean, they're awesome because they take, like, they win games because of what they're able to do defensively. Takeaways, and every single week, I feel like T.J. Watt is either intercepting a pass, batting a ball down, um, it's a forced fumble. He's running one in himself. He he's going to be the defensive uh, MVP. He's going to yeah. be the defensive player of the year, and it's in. It's probably not even going to be close. He's the reason that they're even in contention still. All that being said, like I feel like I have to take the Steelers if I'm getting more than a field goal, just historically in this spot with um, that coaching staff with Roethlisberger and that defense. It just seems like they would be the right side here. This is going to be a stay away though because the Bengals are coming off a solid performance. You know, a couple of weeks, they've had some really nice wins this year. You know, the Bengals have, but then they've also had some really bad performances and Joe Burrow has had some really bad performances, but I'm going to stay away from this one. If I had to play it, I'd probably play the Steelers and no thoughts really on the total. I could see this going under. I could see it being a shootout. Yeah, I'm I'm with you here. This is an ugly game after I just hyped it up for no reason. I mean, I want to watch it. Don't get me wrong, because like I want to know, are the Bengals for real? And yeah. they really need to win like. In the AFC, we do this every week. A couple weeks, three weeks ago, the Bengals literally were in first place in the AFC, and we were like, man, this team is really that good, and Burrow's ready, even though it's only year two and he didn't even have a full rookie year because of the ACL injury. I mean, he blew out his knee. But, um, you know, they were looking really good. And, and then they had some injuries. Uh, they, they have the best receiving core, like, in the league. They're young, but in two years, if they're able to keep all these guys, it's going to be their best receiving core, and it's not even close with Boyd. Um, with Chase, and then like we don't even talk about T. Higgins, and he could be a double-digit touchdown guy every single year. I am going to play T. I'll tell you this. If I'm playing anything play in this game, props. it's going to be T. Higgins. I played him last week. It was 63 and a half the receiving yards, and I think he finished with like 12. I think this could be a solid matchup um, if they move him around a little bit. But, man, you know what? All that said, though, is it a good matchup against Pittsburgh? There's not a whole lot I like in this game. Yeah, it's, it's an I ugly, can't talk myself into anything. It's an here. ugly one because it, on one side, I'm like, if anything, I want to take the Bengals, but I don't want to take the Bengals to cover three and a half. Like we don't, they, I haven't, tr- I can't trust them enough to cover three and a half, one by four, and then it kind of forced me to go to the the Pittsburgh side. I'm like Pittsburgh hasn't impressed me either. I mean, wh- whoever's that quarterback, they all stink. I'm looking at the Bengals defense right now. They rank in, they rank in the top ten in rushes yeah. of ten plus yards allowed, but they struggle with the deep pass. But the thing is, I look at the the Pittsburgh Steelers, who once was known for it getting the ball down the field, Ben Roethlisberger, like, huge arm, getting A.B., the ball, Juju, and all those guys, they suck at long passes. They've completed just 29 passes of 15 yards or more, which ranks 22nd in the league. Like, they don't have any explosives. They just run Najee Harris dude, to the this ground. Is, this is what I'm saying, though, about, like, the Mike Tomlin, like, why I don't, like, like I hate betting against this guy, whether it's win totals or every single week, because they're a bad football team. 
yet they have a winning record. And, and it's like they are a bad team. And, and you could say, well, they got a winning record and you're only as good as your record shows. But look at their point differential. Minus 12. We're talking about all these teams like plus 140, plus 145. They're minus 12. They've been outscored this season. Yeah. Yet they have a winning record because they're well coached and because they have do they do have playmakers on the defensive side of the ball. They lead the NFL with a 68.8 passing rate inside of the red zone somehow. Like they don't make any sense, this team. Yeah. You go back to the week one win against the Bills when they got outplayed and outgained by like 200 plus yards, but they're always in these games and they always find ways to squeak out these games, even when it looks like they're going to lose because they are so well coached on special teams and defense that yeah. it's just a team I hate betting against and a team that'll probably end up winning nine games and costing me even more money in the long run. <laughs> you know what? I might have to play some props, if anything. Uh, one thing that really stuck out to me last week from the uh, Bengals is Joe Mixon. Uh, they liked him again. Like, Joe Mixon last week had 30 carries against Law. 30 carries from Joe Mixon. Especially if T.J. Watt's out. Like, is T.J. Watt playing? That's the other, He's expected to play. Okay, so eight hours ago they said he's expected He was to play. limited on Thursdays in Thursday's practice. Okay, because I'm with you on that yeah. one. Yeah. Like, you, give give yeah. me Mixon over attempts. Right now at BetMGM, his attempts is 17 and a half. Now you're paying a little juice, minus 115, but that's not enough juice to scare me off of that attempt. We have a missed field Yeah, I needed that. NC Damn State. it. That's, that's a great stuff to see. But I like Mixon over 17 and a half attempts. Also because you look at that offense last week, Joe Burrow didn't look like himself. Um, in that game, and also it took them three quarters to get anything going. So I, I like Joe Mixon. Um, also any attempts, I'll probably take over on his yardage as well. Especially you know the question with T.J. Watt, of course that's in the air, but his rushing yardage prop, Joe Mixon is right here, uh, seventy-two and a half minus one fifteen both ways. So we'll see. I, I like Joe Mixon. I mean, especially after a thirty carry week, there's no way that I that you can convince me that you're going to give a quarterback or running back thirty carries and then come back the following week and be like, all right. Uh, 10 carries for Joe Mixon this week. Like, you still won that game. Uh, so, yeah, I will lean the over on Mixon props. And also, yeah. I, I like the under in this game. Like, like right now, the total Same. is 40. I want to say it was 45 and a half. I'm looking. It's, 40, so it's already gotten bet down to 44 and a half. I still like it. Uh, the Steelers, or rather, the Bengals, not a fast team. They're 28th in the NFL in uh, plays per game. Um, and also, on top of that, Joe Hayden, TJ Watt, they can play. So that does improve the defense to a certain extent. And especially they can make life difficult for a a, a offense in an offense with uh, Joe Burrow, who has shown some some signs of regression, especially after how they came out early in the season. Maybe a few a few explosives here and there. You go down the field, but still, I like the under. They had 288 total yards the first time these two teams faced up. Yeah, 288 total yards. Yeah, how does that even happen? And, and that's that's what I want to see is how if like I want to see what kind of adjustments the Steelers make here because. If you look at it like Joe Burrow, what I like about him is we talk about like Baker Mayfield and you could like literally see him usually ping himself when he gets blitzed. When Joe Burrow gets blitzed, he's sixth in completion rate in yep. the league and second in yards per attempt. That's why I love him. He's not afraid of anything, yep. which is also like the thing that scares me because he needs to learn how to like be afraid of 275 pound linebackers trying to blow out his knee. But when blitz, like I said, six in the completion rate and the Steelers, like they will see if they learn their lesson. They blitzed him on 31% of his dropbacks that yeah. week. And he only had 19 dropbacks in that game. Cause they just ran the ball. He was four or five passing on the blitz and uh, two touchdowns came while being blitz. So are the Steelers going to drop back? Are they going to play more zone coverage, more man coverage? I think all that being said, like, I think Joe Burrow will do just fine in this matchup. i this line screams like take Pittsburgh, take Pittsburgh. We're yeah. giving you more than a field goal. And maybe the Bengals actually like prove they're for real this week and win by a touchdown. That's what I'm rooting for. Yeah. So if it goes down at all before kickoff, maybe I play Cincinnati. That's who I'm rooting for in this spot. Same, same. I agree with you on the props. I, I'm I'm with you. We're we're in stride with each other. The one thing I would have to say is, you know, every week we have a team or we have a game rather that you're like, man, this game has to go under. 
and then it goes I, over. And I, well, no, I think this is the one game that oh, you think you is go, goes under, and it and, and lives, it does, and it does. Yeah. The only thing that scares me is if this Bengals team has any sort of success, yeah. they could score on like a blink of an eye. And dude, and that's the thing, like because I mean, we talk with Baldy even, and he's like, yeah, Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow are the best deep ball connection in the league. Yeah. Like we've only seen this for not even all twelve weeks yet. Yeah, we'll see. What and, and so that's the thing, like with chunk plays. They could score, but but the, but the thing is, the Steelers don't give up a whole bunch. That's yet. what I'm saying. That, that defense is still good. I mean, they don't they don't look the same as the Steel Curtain, but they are still really good. Right. And on top of that, both teams sit in the bottom ten in yards per game over the last three weeks, despite playing games against the Chargers, the Jets, the Lions, and the Bears. All defenses that oh will never be mistaken as good defenses. 